Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're going to crack it. To, you want it to be on the thing? Oh my God, Mike, I'm so sorry about your mic. Welcome to this special happy hour edition of Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm your host, Courtney Kosak, and I'm here with Steve Fernandez. Always a pleasure. And (laughs) Sophia Alexandra. Hey, guys. (laughs) Accurate. That's how you do it, Sophia. (laughs) And our very special guest today, Alana Hope Levinson. Yes, that's her. (laughs) I always say them with a question mark at the end, because I'm not sure if I'm going to nail the name. (laughs) Um, You are a writer. You've been on like every site I've ever read, right? (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Rolling Stone. You're, yeah, she's She's contributed for Rolling Stone. Yes. Oh my God. That's Mm -hmm. all. But your big longtime gig, you wrote a lot of like sex and dating stuff for Elite Daily. Yeah? No. No. Never written for Elite Daily. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's, the <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. I read all the stuff I just on read, Mel. Yes. Which is where you're at right now. Yeah. And then it's been a smathering. Yes, just kind of all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was at Medium for a while. Then I was at Fusion, which then became Gizmodo. Um, yeah, so kind of all over the place. So look her up, you guys. Yeah. Google her Find right now. Find me on Twitter. Yeah, but she's a hired gun. And it's yeah. impressive that you're making your living writing on the internet. Thanks. It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. It's Freelancing as a career is super impressive. Always. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I decided to do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. So yeah. you rolled in. Um, let's let's unpack the fear thing that yeah. we were just talking about right before we started. Alana's very afraid right now because she said, oh. but she said she's not afraid that we're going to get into her. She's afraid that she reveals too much on these things or, or in the past you have or on the you, internet you're right? trying to draw yeah. that back now well i've kind of made my career on writing about myself on the internet um like my first what a girl move okay <laughs> i know because i couldn't do real journalism well i would report it out but like my first big piece was about my dad being a drug addict and like how that affected me and how that's mm-hmm. how that affects people um and so i've always been really open but I have had boundaries, although it's caused different issues of like not knowing um, what's okay to say or thinking about all the consequences of saying certain things or how other people are very different than that. A lot of people don't understand that. Um, and so now it's just something I constantly think about. And also like having if been- if you're oversharing or not? Sure, yeah. And like why I'm putting something out there. Right. Um, and also taking into account how other people feel if I'm talking about them, which what- is- what are some reasons you would decide to not? Hmm. Yeah. If it didn't actually have any sort of greater reason why I'm sharing it other than like for myself or to like hurt someone or make some, you know what I mean? It's mm. sort of like subtweet. It's like, what is the point of doing this, right? Is it just self-serving? That's one thing. I think if you, if there's a person in your life who's very, very adamantly not about you doing it and you want to keep them in your life, then you should probably... Not. I totally understand the hurt somebody thing, but like when you're saying for myself, do you mean like 
can like, I mean, in, on some level, all writing is for right. yourself, right? So do you mean like if what you're getting out of it is like, yeah, like what is the personal fulfillment factor? Like if this is going to fulfill me to write, I don't know what it's going to do for anybody else. Do you write it? No, I mean, I think, and maybe that's because I did start in a traditional journalism background. I feel like it has to have some kind of element of like, this is not just about me. There's some other reason, like this is a trend. Other people right. are experiencing this. There's some sort of reason other than just me sharing it that it's important to share. And uh, malicious intent. It right. sounds like. And intent. Because sometimes you just want to go and just blast someone. So like, you have like a pretty rigorous test. It's like, yeah, self-expression, but also does it have value to other people through right. your experience? Yeah, totally. And am I hurting someone? Yeah. <laughs> well, We're making them I mean, really let's, uncomfortable. Let's talk about your, uh, your cuck boy article went viral. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I, when I'm. First read, of all, let's define cuck boy. Uh, well, let's, let's her. She came yeah. up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how would you define, what would you define a cuck boy as? A cuck boy is a fuck boy that uses like the trappings of liberalism or male feminism to ultimately feed their end goal, which is to get laid. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, so, so goes, goes, you've got to read this yeah. article. It's so funny. It I, re- goes, I reread it today and it's like. Ooh, I know, I know these guys. A lot of them. I mean, most of the LA comedy scene. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. So, so what are the traits? What are the traits of oh, a cuckboy? I'm trying to remember some of the jokes, but like goes to the woman's march in a pussy hat to get pussy, like <laughs> brags about how much they love eating girls out. Like they think they're a hero. They, again, these guys oh, want man, cons. So they want to be congratulated. <laughs> you know, but, but see, you even said you, you went past the level to like Jedi Knight cuckboy stuff. So they do go to the Women's March, but they don't post about it because they know that would be uncool. And, uh, or they, they do know it's uncool to talk about eating women's pussy, so they talk about eating ass. Oh, right, this right. Is all oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. Ooh, can I add yeah. one? Yeah. Post a picture of themselves uh, being a clinic, uh, escort at an abortion clinic at like a parenthood, Planned Parenthood, and then, but the caption or the story that's attached to it is not at all about how they're being heroic. It's about like, Listen to what the terrible thing that women go through. Yeah, but the sounds- picture has them <laughs> bit, wearing the vest or whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like- yeah. So you're right. I forgot about that nuance. Yeah. Th- these are the kinds of guys that would like make fun of guys who are male feminists. But in doing that are really only like virtue signaling. Like I'm a male feminist. I don't claim it. But you're it's- like, it's about performance, not practice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So these are the guys that like. Strangely, all the men who have been worse to me in my life and my friends are really liberal, are really feminist, and subscribe to this. So that's kind of how I got the idea, um, which is part of the criticism of it, is people think, like, wow, this girl just got real rejected, and now she's, now she's just writing an article about that's that. That's what I mean to tie together with what we were talking about before. You had to have piled on a two or three of these. Oh, and yeah. How did you not feel like, okay, I'm getting them back right now? That's a, that's a good question. Um... But she was like, I'm doing this for the greater womanhood. So, like, fuck those guys. I do have a little bit of malicious intent here. But what's bigger well, is that I'm, I'm like, speaking this truth that's... Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think it's also helpful for other women who, like, might feel like they're being gaslit. Yes. Totally, totally. You know so what I mean? Because yes, you're like, exactly. wait a minute. I'm dating a quote-unquote good guy. Yeah. Why is he such a piece of shit? And then you realize, oh, no. I fell for him because... It's performative. I, this has ha- happened to me in a friendship. 
I fell for a fake male feminist who became one of my like closest friends. Oh yeah, you know who who I'm yeah. not friends with anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then I found out in practice he was the worst person to women ever, but had very strategically befriended all the biggest oh, feminists in the like comedy. My ex it's like a protection. Like it's yeah. a protection. It's thing. such a protection thing. So then when any like bad things would arise about that person. You know, on paper, people be like, but how could this be? His best friends are so-and-so and so-and-so, like me and a bunch of other women. And it would be like, well, but then he seems like a good guy. And it's like, no, that was incredibly strategic. Yeah. So you're 100% Totally. And I think, I mean, I think, have I dated guys like that? Sure. But it also was like, I'd been thinking about that idea for a year before I wrote it. And just like slowly seeing it more and more and more. Um, And, you know, like one of the best pieces of feedback that made like the Nazis coming for me worth it. Um, we're like, apparently like in the DSA, which is where these cuck boys, you know, breed. Yeah. Um, they had a huge conversation about the piece. Like the piece like caused controversy and they yes! had like, a major discussion like, about like she about sexism us? in the Democratic <laughs> Socialists of America. So to me, I'm like, okay, then it was worth it, right? Um, totally. To do it. And led to like, then there was a big feature uh, on Fusion called like Woke Misogynist, which was like a big reported piece that's really good um, by my friend Nona willis Aronowitz, which is about this idea. So I think, I think, yeah, it served a greater good. And also like, they are really extreme. I mean, none of those are exactly one person. It's more like I was building a character the way you wouldn't like a, if you were writing a screenplay or something. Sure, but a lot of them exist. Or like, sure. yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about I love my curvy wife oh. because that's s- sort of related to this idea, right? Yeah. Um, you wrote a piece about it. I did. I didn't read it. When when did it come out? Uh, last week. Oh, I'm Have sad that lost. I haven't read it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the I'm not like other boys one. So oh, maybe it okay. wasn't yeah, blatantly. Yeah, yeah. It yeah wasn't I did bl- read that. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about the tie, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but everybody here has saw the post and the controversy. Yeah, what was your take, Alana? Oh man, well, I mean, I think there are so many obvious. Like, a lot of women's magazines and sites did the takes of like why it's offensive that he did this or what's wrong with him. Referring but people to his- were praising him at first. Right. So first people praised him. That's how it got on the radar of so many people to then take him down. Right. Um, my take, I'm like more interested. I mean, I think there are so many reasons why the post was a little bit off the mark, but I, it interested me. <laughs> this, this, what I, another thing I'd been thinking about for super long, but just decided to write was like the rhetorical device he used to assert how he's how he's better is by saying like he's different from other guys Mm -hmm. which like reminded me of you know growing up like the I'm not like other girls trope Mm -hmm. which like you thought was progressive to be like I'm not like other girls but really you were just only reinforcing like sexism by and that's kind of what he did and like fetishizing the trait whatever it is right so him being like I'm not like other boys I love my curvy wife and it's like no but you're still making it about her being curvy which is again just fetishizing her and making it about her body so it's not that different from loving her for being and he was trying to have it both ways i mean saying shit like cute little rolls and whatever and like all this weird stuff it's like if to you you're saying she's the same as other women and she should be viewed the same because she's beautiful it's almost like you're making the opposite point like the fact that he thinks like fat is beautiful is so radical is the problem. Like you're saying I am great because I overcame this thing that was inbred in me. And I feel like the problem is he's bringing up something really real, but it's just so wincingly like poorly delivered. I feel like 
I mean, I made a billion jokes about it on Twitter because I'm a fucking, what am I, what yeah. else am I going to do? Me too. <laughs> you know? Um, but like, at the same time, it's almost like, well, damn, I don't think he's going to learn a lesson from this. <laughs> no, he doubled down. <laughs> from the huge Did he? Like, internet. Was that his response? Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't yeah. think it was ever like, ever going to go well. It's just in this outrage culture. I'm a part of it, so I like don't know how to make it better. Because he, there's definitely lessons to be learned for us and for him. You know what I mean? Did his, did the curvy wife respond? Does anyone? Um, know? Well, that's what, I think that's what a lot of people don't. I mean, this this guy's a dumb guy. Yeah, and his that's wife's true. really dumb too. Yeah, like if you read and her tweets, they're very. He's like a tweets. racist. Oh, they're racist. She is, and they're from Florida. I, I people like jump on this bandwagon before they know anything yeah, about I the think, people. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's like the Ken problem Bone with this. I guarantee you, this guy showed his wife this post, and she's like, "This is this. This is the most romantic." Of thing Of course, I've ever she seen. saw it before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, she's and into she was it. like, "This is so." Did dope she chose the photos that went with that post? Right. Yeah. Of course. Also, his bio says "husband to a curvy goddess." Like, this is their whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So for people to for like I don't know the intellectual elite to come out and attack him and everything. Yeah, that's cool. But you got to remember, these are very dumb people, and <laughs> I and and I will say this too. There are a lot of dumb people that need to hear it's these things said like that to begin to think about body positivity in that way. There are so there are people that couldn't connect mm-hmm. these things uh, that, yeah. that that they need to think like, oh yeah, I guess I guess there is a beauty standard like that. Yeah, and, and I listen to Joe Rogan podcast. You right. know what I mean, like that kind of thing. Yeah, everyone expects. Uh, people to make these huge intellectual jumps, but it, it takes different kinds of people to get to different places. I know I just made a Joe Rogan podcast joke, but I love Joe Rogan, and I also bartend in uh, in the San Gabriel Valley, which is almost the Midwest a lot of times. And there's oh some my real, God! Give the, me a break. Are, trust me. No, he's right about <laughs> the audience. And trust me, and there's a lot of dopey guys who, because of Joe Rogan, say transgendered now. Oh, yes. And and there was a big thing with Joe Rogan five years ago when he wouldn't say transgendered, when he would just say tranny. Mm-hmm. Just to, and Joe Rogan was like, you know what? If this is bothering people, I don't want to hurt people. I'm going to start to say transgendered. By the so, way, it's tra- not transgendered, just transgender. Oh, transgender. I'm sorry. Uh, but um, so, yeah, it takes people to move no, along different No, it definitely steps. does. It definitely does. Yeah. And so, no, I, I mean, I totally agree with you, especially at a men's magazine. We were struggling like what our take is because it's not as obvious. You know, I don't know. It's like you have to meet people where they are. So to expect a guy to go from that to full like, yeah, like feminist, like elite with understanding of so much history of why that's problematic isn't totally. really isn't really fair. To me, it sort of made me think of like when there's all female comedy shows and they like call themselves like. The giggle goddesses, totally. or like uh, the funny and hot, or yes. whatever. We and were it's just like, I understand about this. Yes. the value to the community of putting up all women as a fucking female stand-up. I hugely appreciate that, but I always hate it when they name it that because the understanding when they do that, the coded language is, "Hey, you know how you think women aren't funny, or that funny women are garbage ugly? You're gonna come to the show. You're gonna be like, oh my god." They really are fucking bitter, fat, ugly fucking horse. They're cool looking. And hey, what's that? They're not super dumb. And I laughed a little. Like to me, setting up the standard of like, hey, we're answering what you're saying about us is not good. And that to me is what he's doing. He's saying, hey, he's not saying, hey, I love my fucking hot wife. Which yes. is what that post yes, is. Yes, Curvy should the have said hot. Is, I love my fucking hot wife. Look how fucking banging my wife is. 
That's literally the entire post. Would but when you go with, hey, she's fucking hot for a fatty, then I hate you. I know I shouldn't hate you. I don't really hate him. I think he tried. You know what I mean? Like I said, there's a middle ground somewhere. But to me, that's the issue. You don't have to point out the thing. You know what I mean? You can just say, she's fucking banging because she is. Yeah, you know she's I mean? like a hot chick. She's yeah. just well, that's, so that's what's hot. Okay, that is another thing that really pissed me off. And I think a lot of people is like, she actually isn't... Like, if you read the post, you would think, wow, this person is not conventionally attractive. She's literally conventionally attractive. Yes. Like, yeah, no, she's, she is. She's in every other way and even in her weight. Like, she's not... Yeah, that, she's I mean, like... There's a lot of stuff in the, in the community. Uh, like, my fat friends talk about this all the time about how they're the wrong, quote-unquote, kind of fat. Right. Where, yeah. Like, now there's fat Instagram models and whatever, and it's like, oh, well, if you're proportionally fat, quote-unquote, if you have big titties and a smaller waist and a lot of thigh and ass, people love that. But you're you're pear shaped fat or another kind of fat. Oh, you're fat wrong. Yeah, no. And I think that's really super fucked up too. It's divisive. We went to Sophie and I went to Roxanne Gay uh, speak about her book oh, Hunger, cool. and I just finished it. And she talks about that a lot yeah. in the book. Just yeah, like, I saw her take too, where she's like, "Congrats on loving your not fat wife." Because <laughs> like you know, it's just yeah. What you know the it, and that article are really fails to take down what we really hate, and that's just ugly people. And I'm with that all the way to the day. When is that? Fat, no, I don't care how fat you are, but if you're when is ugly, that going to be not PC anymore? To just be like, I think oh. we're getting there. Well, people know. don't. People would say that there's no one standard of beauty, and that everybody's beautiful. But yeah, come on. <laughs> Do people say that? I've, yeah, people say that all the time. I feel like people that, try. You know, Christina Aguilera. Everybody says everyone's beautiful. To not you know acknowledge, I mean? yeah. yeah, yeah, and which you know everybody is beautiful to somebody, but. You know, we still have a standard of beauty. No, the truth is, is that wherever you go in the world, different things are beautiful. But there are some things that all humans happen to agree on based on the way we're like built. Like it's fucked up that symmetry is beautiful. Like fucking, I'm not symmetrically faced. You know, I don't love that. (laughs) But that is what our brains do without us. But then the other stuff is like, dude, I'm sure all of us have friends that before you knew them, you might have thought from like, just a glance they're not attractive but yes. you talk to them one time and now there's no way you could ever see them as unattractive that if you they literally look different line, i'm sure the men i've dated would have looked at each other and been like dude no ugly but i think they're all hot you know what i mean it's not i don't know hotness is also not really a thing i guess is what i'm saying yeah, part of why I think it was hilarious was just thinking about how I've never liked conventionally attractive men, and I've been teased for it. But have would like the I would never think to post on Instagram about it. Like, look at my really skinny yes um, boyfriend. Isn't it funny? Like, isn't it amazing that like it isn't just that he loved his curvy wife. It's he was putting it on Instagram, and this is a guy that profits in his popularity on the internet because he's like a social media influencer. I think that also is a part yeah, that he's really yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. Is like he really did want the faves who really did want the award and the cookie and that makes him money. And so that makes it a little bit less genuine to me. But he also got all those things too. He did. Yeah. 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 So maybe you can we... have it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah. So yeah, maybe he's not savvy the way we, we are savvy. Cause the reason why you wouldn't post that about your skinny boyfriend, even though you might think it in your head is cause you know, it's not savvy to say those things for your audience. Maybe. No, it's because I don't, I don't think, think so. about it that yeah, way. I don't exactly. think it's like, you, I have just been, 
I think like women have just been liking guys yes, despite their yes, flaws forever. Right. Yes. It's not, it's not like a cool thing. Like this is not a thing where we're like, wow, can you believe I love her ev- or love him even though? Oh my God, for chubby. sure. It doesn't buy you points with your friends no. or with anybody. No. None of your just, friends are like, oh wow. They're like, oh, okay, you have a boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Good for you. Don't do that. Yeah, you're yeah. so lucky to have a boyfriend. It doesn't matter what the fuck he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, no, seriously. Yes. That's really what it is. That someone, is so If you have someone who loves you and is committed, we are not sitting yeah. around being like, how fucking pretty is he, though? I know. <laughs> you know, it's just not. Plus, yeah. yeah. Can we go back to something? Because we sure. talked about it, but what, how do you feel, though, about revealing so much of yourself in your articles? I mean, you're at a point in your life right now. Do you feel like it's okay or do you feel like you need to draw back or pull back? I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because so I talked about that piece about my dad, you know, then like a year later, I wrote a piece about Joe Biden. This was years ago. And the trolls found that article. And basically they were like, like I had, I did an op-ed about like politics and they found that article and they used it to try to show like this girl has daddy issues. This girl is fucked up. So she's not, she can't even have an opinion on politics. So I've seen it come back to bite me. Like the way that they'll find something that you used to write and like use it against you. It was really, I feel like that just means like it's kind of working. Like Lindy West has had a ton of that kind of shit. Like she had someone make up a fake Twitter account to like troll her forever. And then she went on this American life and fucking, yeah, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. Sarah Um, Schaefer has had this whole thing too with a guy that would not only troll her, but like mercilessly make fun of her and be like, your dead mom is fucking dude in in heaven, like hating you or something like that. Like, and that really broke her heart. And she did a whole thing of like going and finding who the person is and all this stuff. And I think it is true what you say, like it's working. Totally. And then I think the other thing is I've also like dated people who are really controlling about it, um, Mm -hmm. but not in a good way. Like it made me realize this is a part of who I am. This is what I do. And so if you're going to be like obsessed with what I put on the internet, because it is me and it is authentic, but it's also not like the fact that people think my Twitter or my stuff is just like everything in my life. I'm sharing everything and it's not curated, I think is a weird form of sexism. Like you would never say that to like a male novelist or even I don't know if male comedians get it as much but I constantly like every time I tweet something they're like who is this about and I'm like it was just a thought I had about a boyfriend that I had 10 years ago but like people are unable to see that there's any kind Mm of kind of that's why art to what I do or like even writing an essay about myself it's not just like me like blabbering like I it's gone through it's like careful carefully edited and like it's a specific narrative like you're telling a specific story version of the story there are like a million versions of that story whatever story that you could tell exactly exactly so I think that's why mansplaining is the thing I think very frequently men think that we're too dumb to plan any of the shit we say or do so they're yeah. like, hey, are you aware of what you've said? And you're like, yeah, I fucking came up with it. But that's literally like being a woman right. on the internet. Like they assume, oh, you're not intelligent enough to have con- like conceptually came up with, oh, this is just a part of me and not all of me. They think like we're so simple. We're just one thing all the right. time. It's so weird. Well, that's it makes we'll- me tweet like about like I feel like how I've safeguarded against it before I even really knew what I was doing. And then I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing is like, I make jokes that involve like, well, I'll say I'm like, I'm married or I have a boyfriend. I have, I'm single. Um, you know, yeah, I'll talk (laughs) about my dick. I'll talk about my pussy. Like as far as my jokes go, I want people to just see what I'm tweeting as like separate from me. So that if I tweet about like, 
you know, a guy, people aren't like, oh, she means her husband whom I've met. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I want it to be that it could be yeah. about anything. Yeah. Well, I think that's why women are so much better at social media, which kind of, you, you have that big article, too, that's really great, too. Right. About how uh, mostly women are in charge of... The, the pink ghetto. Yeah, the pink mm-hmm. ghetto, which is a, a, another amazing article. Which, but yeah, all the stuff you're talking about, guys don't do yeah. it and they don't have a, as right. much of a success rate. On the other hand, though, I've also now, I think I used to be really diehard about that is like, this is my art, get on board. And then like seeing it the other way around of being made into content uh-huh. and make, it That's making me, you? yeah, it making me like so uncomfortable and make me feel really bad, like kind of opened my eyes to the other side of like, when you don't control the narrative. Sure. And, but also the feeling that like, this person is using you for their own gain mm-hmm. um, or you're reduced to a joke to them. Well, like how, and, how about this as a comedian? I've had this happen to a friend and I've had it happen to me where uh, someone will take something funny you've said during oh, sex yeah. and they'll use it as the mm-hmm. joke, but they'll just say what you said and that gets a big laugh. Oh, totally. How crazy is that? Wait, what do you mean? So let's say I had sex with a female comedian and I said something hilarious in the bedroom and then we break up or whatever. And then uh, she says, yeah. And then this guy said this to me and it gets a huge laugh. And you're like, that's my joke. Yeah. I fu- yeah. I fucking said that. I'm a comedian. But and are they laughing? They're, they're laughing at the words that I said. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I knew what I said. I mean, it, you, the person could say it in such a way mm. where it seems like. I didn't know what I was saying or how I was saying it, but I knew how I fucking said it. But that's happened to women friends of mine too. Right. And that's even That's worse. how I knew I was supposed to be a writer. Like I was hanging out with this guy all summer and he would kept being like, that's great, I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> that's great, I'm going to use that. And then finally I was like, maybe I should just use that. Use that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. That's um, really interesting. Let's, okay, so you are single right now. Yes. And you're hetero. Yes. And you're trying to date multiple dudes for yeah. the first time? Yeah, it's super. What's that mean? Ooh, I want to know everything. What's that mean you, you're trying to date Well, I'm dudes? kind of a serial monogamist, and so I have to, like, actually make an effort to, like, try this to This is be my story. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really... I don't know how people do this. Like, doesn't it just stress you out? Doesn't one person ultimately just... You like them more, and you'd like to hang out with them more? Is that what you're finding? Yeah, that always happens. Yeah. It's never like they're all equal and they're all getting different things from each person. It's like this beautiful tapestry. For me, it's like, <laughs> I wish it was like that. For me, it's like they're, they're all different and like one is clearly the one that I like a lot more and would like to hang out with. And then the others slowly, I'm like, eh, I gotta. So why aren't you just with that person? Just curious. What's the problem? It's new. I mean, I'm. How long? It's very new, like a couple weeks. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so. I loved when you sent this because I was like, oh my God, I literally wrote down, I was like, this is me a year right. ago because I was doing the same thing. And I I just think at this point I am hardwired to be pretty monogamous. Like I just mm-hmm. think despite any efforts that I've made to the contrary, like it doesn't really work with, with me and everyone's right. different. Um, but it is a great way to get to know a lot of people and ultimately – for me, there was one person right. that I was like, oh, but this person is the one that I want to talk to in all the different circumstances. Yeah. And then maybe you'll wind up with Well, him. no, but I'm willing to bet he's going to be like, I don't want a girlfriend. I mean, that's the other thing is I keep running into everyone I like doesn't want a girlfriend or just got out of a relationship. I mean, so I'm like a little sure. gun shy. Sure, sure, sure. 
I don't maybe know. not him, but maybe someone like exactly. Him. That's yes. why you got to keep. It's like the four burner philosophy, which is this one mentor I once had, which was like always have four pots on the stove, at different heats. <laughs> and I was like, but yes, that's really hard because you're gonna burn one. Like that's really hard Ooh. to like make them all into good meals. Mm. <laughs> They're ultimately, ultimately, some are gonna suck. I feel like it only works if like. Your connections with the people you're fuck. I mean, I don't know. It's been a long time for me, but if the, if the people you're fucking are like casual, and you already know you only want them for sex. In my life, when I was not in relationships, I was always just like sport fucking my way through life. Right, sure. and it worked great sure. for me because I was like, I already know from the second I met you, this is not anything I want mm-hmm. really like a piece of. But I would, I do want to fuck. And you're fine enough to have a conversation with after that, like, I'm down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if anybody was further than that, I think, yeah, they emerge as a clear winner of the thing. And then you're like, right. well, fuck, do I put feelings into this? What yeah. do I do? Is it worth it? With the, Even though they are the winner of this particular group or whatever, is it worth carrying yeah, like, forward are they, to the next step? Are they whatever? a clear winner of, like, what you want to put time into? Or are they just a winner of the batch? Yeah, you know? that's if true. If they're the winner of the batch, then fuck them. You know what I mean? You can let them go f- was, fill that slot. When, when was the last time you were in a relationship? I guess a year ago. And how long were you guys together? Just a summer. Oh, it's ooh, like Yeah, Danny but that was another Sandy. one of like, he didn't really want a relationship, but then kind of just like, eh, then we just sort of did it. It wasn't a great relationship. It was mm. pretty bad. I mean, I'm trying to figure out why this keeps happening to me. Like, I think even though I have these casual relationships, they're not really that casual. Like, they always involve some sort of, like, emotional connection. Mm -hmm. Even if we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, they're never just... Mm-hmm. I wish I could have those. It seems really Do you feel like you're doing emotional labor? Totally, totally. And then it's like, that's what I was thinking about earlier, where I was like... You know, when you learn who's going to buy the cow if you give away the milk for free. And like, that's classically. Oh my God, my dad used to say no. that to me. That's so damaging. Don't say that to your daughter. Right, no, but that's classically about sex. But what it should be about is emotional labor. It's like, ah. who's going to want a relationship with you if they get all of the relationship shit without, Truth. without um, monogamy? And that applies to men and women. Yeah, exactly. women do way more emotional labor yeah. generally. Yeah. That's why it maybe rings Not true Not always, though. Yes. Not always, no. Can I bring up a weird thing? And no no names, okay? Sure. So I had this, just speaking of emotional labor, I had my last serious ex-boyfriend. Do you guys oh, know who talking I'm talking about? about? No, no names. <laughs> no names. What if I just did a whole so song? So I have been getting, no, hang on, Sophia. It. I haven't told you this yet because I was waiting until I saw you in person. I have been getting a string of Facebook messages and emails from an unhinged Man, this guy, <laughs> not my ex, a guy that is convinced. So during this time period that he is emailing me about, he's saying that my ex hooked up with his baby mama. Ooh. What? How come you didn't tell me about any of this? <laughs> baby mama shit. You tell me on the phone. <laughs> I didn't want to blow it. Okay. So I've been getting, not you guys, not the first one. I was like, this is weird. It's like three or something. It's it's a number of messages, mm-hmm. um, and that are ver- that are like a book. Anyway, uh, apparently around the time that this child was conceived, which was right after me and this guy broke up, his baby mama and my ex had a rendezvous, like right after we broke up. 
And the guy keeps email. He's like, my therapist has told me I have a form of PTSD and like oh, all boy. this crazy shit. And I don't know whether I should respond or not. Well, why is he reaching crazy. out to you? Because he's afraid. He's afraid of what will happen if he reaches out to my ex, which he ultimately wants to happen. So you're like, you're I'm the just next a little pawn thing. in this thing. And and honestly, regardless, even if he would have cheated, which it, it, the it's not. It's he maybe broke up with me to do this, but I don't. I don't care either way. It doesn't, it's, it doesn't matter. But this guy is. This guy has a kid with this woman that was conceived around the same time. So I understand why he does care. Oh, so his whole thing is he doesn't think the kid is his. I, he's not saying that, but maybe... But that's the only reason you would reach out. Do you think that that's the case? Duh. Yeah, but I still don't get why you're being contacted I think it's because he's it. so afraid to like, he's actually af- explore yes. it. So he's just telling her. But contact her his time. brother or something. Oh, yeah, no, it's not normal. Why? why <laughs> you? No, I know, normal. and he's like citing this podcast other things that i've written on the internet it's just batshit insane that's sorry just wanted to mention it in this forum yeah i really love please don't email me again honestly please don't yeah stop that's really weird Um, i feel bad for him yeah (laughs) i do sorry dude you can email me (laughs) no but really like not not to get i just want you to feel healthy enough that you don't need to email anyone that maybe you just like don't want to make a hard decision that like you shouldn't be with this woman or whatever. Like there's clearly some trust shit happening. Yeah. I love when people mention their therapist as they're doing something super unhealthy. A therapist I would never endorse. It's like, I my therapist is like, I'm pretty sure your therapist would not endorse you <laughs> messaging, harassing a stranger who may have like been dating. Like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts? No, no, I'm just thinking about what Atlanta's struggling with, how this isn't a town that people come to for relationships, you know? Totally. But I think a lot of people want them. I don't know. I don't. I think people want them maybe when their their, uh, profession gets to a place where they can focus on that, but that's all different for a lot of different people. Sure. Steve, I totally agree. Like, I've never, I think there are people here who think... I don't want to have a relationship till I've accomplished all the things I want to accomplish, which is yes. weird to me because to me, a good relationship helps you do that. It's of like, mm-hmm. but they see it as detracting. Like a relationship's going to distract me. To me, I'm like a relationship would make me feel secure and then I would probably do better. No, there are literally studies about this, how a lot of men feel like they need to achieve a certain right. like level of financial success and career success so that they can be defined by something that is not their relationship. Right, but what's funny is there are also studies that show that monogamy benefits men more than it benefits women. I know. So I don't know what they're thinking. That's <laughs> it's really dope for you. Um, but yeah, no, that's super, because it's, I mean, I lived in New York for seven years and that's not the thinking there and everyone there is really careerist, but it's never like seen. Are they, is it a couple town or a city? I mean, I think people date around a lot, but I've never heard the argument of like, I haven't accomplished something yet. I mean, I, there's a lot of power uh. couple things in New York where it's actually like cool to like, yeah, like link up with someone else who's doing something and and then use that to further your career, which is weird in its own way. But it is. But here is the thing I've noticed, uh, where it's like, oh, maybe when I'm 40, I'll settle down or something. It's like I think it's because people here try so hard to look young always that when they're 40, oh, they cool. also feel young and look young, and the women look younger than they would anywhere else. So they're like. Fuck it, we're all still kids, you know? Yeah. But it's like, no, bitch, you're 40 and, like, you've never had one good relationship and now you're going to invest in it? 
So your first marriage is going to not be good. You're going to get married a second time. Like all the guys I know that have done this kind of end up not succeeding if they only started trying to have relationships in their 40s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it takes a while to get it right. So if you don't have the practice of doing right. that in your 30s, then like it, you're not going to just fall into a marriage and crush it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Guys, Steve, that's thoughts? dark. No, I, 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 you know, I'm in a monogamous relationship, but. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Was that a Loki? Whoa. Whoa. It took you so long to no, get there. No, women are always, I've never had a problem. Women always want to commit. So it's like not a big deal. I, I feel, oh, no, no, no. Totally. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think I, that's the problem here. Yeah, I feel yeah. so Lana, I feel not so, a man. I know so many beautiful, attractive, wildly intelligent, funny women in their late 20s that like, and then uh, guys who uh, live with their folks still. Who won't commit? Oh, like, totally. I don't. Yeah. Well, you know what what's, you think that what, is that? what's weird is that as I've gotten, I actually think I well, I've gotten more successful as I've gotten older and like more self-assured and I think probably better looking. And my dating has been harder. And only recently <laughs> did I realize maybe that's because that's a threatening thing. Like, why was it easier for me to date and have be- good, great relationships when I was like less successful? Yeah. Um, well, I think we know why. I think it's maybe f- I don't know. I don't, is you know, it threatening? Yeah. Well, Ego? you know, I, I don't. I don't. It really has felt to me that the, what women find attractive, though, that might have to change. Yeah. That's you know what true. I mean? If women are, are are catching up and kind of trading positions with men, which you know, more women go to college now and all of these things, then the things that they stereotypically are attracted to might have to change in a way too. Like what? Power, money, career, yeah, power, all that stuff. Because if 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 she's attracted to, and I don't think this is the case for you. Yeah. But if guys think that you're attracted to someone that that should mm-hmm. be higher and they're not that high, then they won't feel confident around you. They'll maybe. like tap out. Yeah, they'll tap out or not yeah. feel confident around you or not feel. I feel like when I was looking for somebody when I was dating, um, the things I wanted them to have was passion and ambition. Mm-hmm. And I think frequently I found like Next one week it's without the, the other. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then you'll. Leave me yeah. for an even whiter girl? Is that the deal? <laughs> um, not even a Jew. <laughs> not an immigrant. Boo. No, but seriously, like, I would date guys that would be like, I like, I don't give a shit what you do during the day, you know? Like, if you work in a coffee shop, if you work in a skateboard shop, I don't care. But I want to know that, like, you want to do right. stuff that I'm going to be like, that's some cool shit. I want to support you while you do that. I don't really care what the thing is, right. you know? But I just want you to care enough about it. Like if you're like if you're serious about like taking skateboarding photos, let's get those in some skateboarding magazines. You know what I mean? I I don't care what the dream is. I'm not sitting around judging being like, oh, well, that sounds dumb as fuck. I'm more like if you want to do that, do that. So I'm like, ooh, how sexy you're handling your shit. That's Mm -hmm. what I want to see. And then I don't care if we're like poor together or broke or whatever the fuck. When I met my husband, he was living with his parents. If I gave a shit about that, we'd have never been together. Right. Do you think he would have an issue if you like blew up? Just I'm just posing the question. Like now? Yeah. I don't think so. I think he would love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. My, I think uh, it would even it out in a nice way. Uh-huh. My dude has this thing, too, where we have this inside joke. He's like clearly more successful than me but he'll like joke around about he's like i can't wait to be a house husband like which is so sweet because it's like not like it's encouraged like Mm -hmm. whatever like you killing it is not threatening well because he's successful and he could be gracious like that yeah you don't think 
if he didn't if he didn't have multiple restaurants under his belt, yeah, I don't think he would be as gracious. Sorry, Wade. Well, no, but she's saying he's and, and looking forward to a future where he's not he, the shit. Well, he can be gracious because he's already successful. Your husband can be gracious because he's yeah, already successful. Yeah, but that's like success on a certain I don't think gracious scale. is the right word. Gracious means like he's like tolerant and forgiving of my success. No, then that's not what then I'm men saying. Then could be I'm benevolent saying, kings is what I'm saying. They go like, go on. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think that's the I don't point. think your guy is that way. Oh, yeah. I don't also, think do that. they both do different things than you? Because I think my problem was always dating guys that did the same exactly. thing. Oh, I think you need a totally different dynamic and really competitive and weird. Like... It's fine when when you're like more successful than them in something else, but when it's like something that like they could ostensibly Is it exactly have. the same. I mean, not exactly the same. Like writers, funny. So people, Sophia and her husband people. are yeah. are both writers. Oh yeah, but he okay. writes like drama and stuff. So it's pretty much a different world. But he knows what I'm doing, and right. I can ask him for help or advice. But we're not in so each can, other's like, dip shit. In and dip yeah. Out. What about you, Steve? I'm curious how that works for you because you guys both comics. Both comics. Oh, yeah, we're both comics. But I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, I'm I'm a, ahead of her, and so that was always okay for me. But I think it's starting to bother her now. I, and um, we just talked about this this week too. And yeah. she's uh, such a good woman, and she's so giving and re- ready to like support me. But I think she's starting to feel, as an artist, that okay, well, what about me? And I will support anything she does too. But stand up's one of those things where you you really have to go at it by yourself. Like there there has to be this thing in you right. where you're going to do. You can't do a, a duo thing. So, you know, yeah, we've had those talks. But, yeah, I, I, I would totally be happy if she blew up. Uh, if she, like, passed me up, I have no idea how I would feel. Totally. I have no idea. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to say that I'd be a great guy and, like, I, I'd feel yeah, yeah, all yeah. this way. But uh, we're in the same fucking field. Yeah, so, I feel yeah, like that's so hard. way harder. Yeah, yeah. I don't so know hard. how good or gracious I could be in that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is what what's what do they if call it? If he was literally up? like Max was up for a special or whatever, like a stand up no, special. No, I'd probably be like, bitch, you're not even funny at home. <laughs> I know. I I'd think... probably be so mad. I'd I don't be like, even... whatever. I'd stop <laughs> laughing at his casual jokes at the house. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save it for the Netflix, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know how gracious I could be. I'm I'm glad it's like this, uh, but I also want very much want her to succeed. I'm very aware I don't want her to uh, give up her career uh, for my career in yeah. any way. When I I was I dated a comedian when I just started writing comedy, like when I met Sophia, basically, and uh, even though I was like a baby at it. As soon as I started to like spread my wings a little bit more, like it definitely became a thing in our relationship. Which he is- was not supportive. I remember having so many calls with her where she would be like, mm-hmm. I told him this good thing happened. And his reaction was like, that's probably because of your tits or that guy wants to fuck you. <laughs> it was so oh many my God, I forgot about that. reactions. I'd be like, are you kidding me? He said that to your face. And you'd be like, I don't know. I'm going to make this okay in my mind so I can keep dating him. <laughs> oh, but God. yeah, it was really unsupportive. Not just like... Which, it, which they were milestones that like, they weren't like they didn't passing him. him. Even, you know yeah. what I mean? Not in any yeah. way. It's weird. It's an interesting thing to think about. Uh, maybe, yeah, do you have any prospects that are similar to what you do, but outside? Yeah, no, all of them now are outside. Okay, good. good. Yeah, which was a concerted effort I had to make. I can't wait to hear about this guy when we cut this recording off. I know. Yeah. Well, what's your type? You want to tell everybody? Oh my everybody? gosh. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, my type. Unavailable. That's hard. That's hard. Emotionally unavailable. Doesn't Check. like, the one thing, does not like me back. <laughs> no. Oh, you don't want a girlfriend and you're like Classic. actively resent me? I'm in love with you. <laughs> are you on the apps right now? How yes, are you meeting the apps, people? But Honestly, it's so funny because I wrote about online dating so much and like one of my biggest stories, I went to Tijuana and like wrote about people in San Diego matching with people in Tijuana and like crossing the oh, border yeah. to go on dates Whoa, cool. and stuff like that. But what's so funny is that after all these years, like I had never been on a Tinder date myself. Like I tried, but I just couldn't close the deal. Like they just want to talk to you. They just want a friend. They want to No, buddy. you just have to be like drink. So win. recently I went on my first one. Didn't yes. go great. And I was like, why do I, I don't, I've somehow managed to meet people in Did real life. Did you guys life. get a drink? We got a drink. I think we had two dates, actually. We, it was going great. He was a therapist, which I thought was great. I was like, oh my gosh, this You're is like different from what I did. Yeah, boy. totally. But uh, strangely, was just it didn't, there was just no spark yeah. there. Well, at least you gave it another shot. Two dates, right? So how yeah. are you meeting these multiple people that you're dating? Bars. Through really? Friends. No, both Dude, of do them. Do people hit on you on bar at bars? That's rare now. Yeah. Yeah, that happened one time, but a lot of them are through what? friends. People people like setting me up, which I think is nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Maybe they feel yeah, bad for me. They're like completely sure that you're not going to turn out to be super crazy. Okay, well, <laughs> that's know? good. They're like, she's she's got it. Um, yeah, through friends, like once at a dinner party, one, you know, things like mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, it's been going better. It's been going better than it did when I first moved here and in New York. I think we're on an upswing. Good. <laughs> and maybe that's because they're not like creatives. It's hard. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Let's talk about sexting. Because oh, yeah. Alana wrote a definitive how-to guide. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've ever sexed properly. No way. Yeah, I don't really sext. I don't. I'd rather put my mouth on you than do this word. Not thing. even a little See, bit. See, that's a great test. You've never sex. gotten a yes. Right that's not true. Steve You've gotten a perfect sex. I mean, I'm sure I, I'm sure I have, but it's just nothing that I've like, I, I We really could done. keep but texting. I, I want to hear about these. Yeah, well, I mean, well, yeah, I don't. You know, Lord knows I'm a, a romantic Lothario type. I'm not worried, but if for some <laughs> reason, if for yeah. some reason, sex God, but if for some reason. Um, Something goes south. Maybe Julia passes away in a terrible train accident. Oh, my God. God forbid. God forbid. Hey, Julia, we don't want that. To I like happen. that it's a train accident. Of course. I, I made it a... Is, that's a romantic thing, don't you <laughs> Totally, think? totally. Not like a car die. accident. I mean, I if you're in no, she's speed, on it. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, how should... What are, are a few good tips for, mm. for me or anyone to use when sexting? Okay. Um, she's cracking another beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that okay? By the yes. way, is that okay? Do it I just like, helping myself. I haven't. That, I wrote that a long time ago, so now I'm trying to remember. Yeah, because I want. Oh, deep do you want me to remind so. you? I'm a pretty, pretty good sexter. I, me too. I think it's. It's, it's Courtney, not. I literally can't imagine you sexting. What? I'm good. You have to be responsive. You have to go. It's like improv. Never say yes. no. Never say no. You love that rolling as a writing partner, Sophia. I'll go there. That's true. Yes, and the whole time. I should do like an improv Maybe class. Maybe it's weird, Or get but... people to pay me hundreds of dollars, but it's like live Courtney, sex. Courtney, you're such a, it's like a cold fish that I'm like, I don't know what her sex what? is like. Wow. They're just like, come over here and eat my butt. I don't know, fish. just really. Do I give out a cold, Alana, no, you've no, never met me before. Do I give out a cold no. fish vibe? Look how my legs are right now. Splayed yeah. oh, wide okay, open. Okay, that does not. I mean, yes, you want dicks in your pussy. That's not what I'm saying. That's true. I'm saying you don't need emotions for that. And Can we that's get to Alana? I, I want to okay, hear, okay, I want to hear okay. some tips from Alana, Okay, please. so never say no. Like, kind of keep it rolling. 
it's kind of like people that are really good at dirty talk are usually good at sex. Yes, totally. yes. And people that are good at writing are usually good at sex. It's, yes. And it's not picks only. It's like, no, no, it's no. what you're saying. That's, that's one of my main points. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Um, yeah, like people think sexting is just picks, but actually the best sexting is just like, is like all words totally. of like, they're giving you a scenario and the thing they're going to do to yeah. you is like so much better than just the picks. It is rough to be a, a guy that way in terms of dirty talk. Really? Yeah. I've Why? I've ne- never had a woman dirty talk to me at all. I've never had anything. The closest See, maybe like I get great you, responses. The closest maybe is, do you like my pussy? That's like the best Aww, I've ever gotten. Steve. And I'm telling, I'm spinning yarns. Okay, I'm taking us through <laughs> centuries or putting us in different historical <laughs> contexts. You know, doing everything. They're just laying there. I'm making them a cum a few times. They don't give me anything. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my whole problem is like toning it down. Like I'm like actively like trying not like at least at first. Because I don't want to like overdo it. Some people aren't into dirty talk. It's really hard. Well, yeah. You gotta let it rip though. I don't sometimes. like it when guys are afraid. I'm like, well, that just shows me you can't fuck me, really. You know yeah. Is I mean? Max afraid? No, <laughs> God no. Why, why I wouldn't have been with him for all this okay. time? Okay. So do you dirty? So do you sex? This is not for Alana. This is for the rest of us in the room. Do you sex when you're in a relationship? Yeah, but really not as much. Right. It's more That's of what a... That's because you're like living like, with let's them. Let's get it, yeah. Yeah. You might say something sexy to like, you know... When we first started dating, home. yeah, it was a lot of that. And yeah. I would also do like really fun, crazy shit. Like I would blow him but not let him come and then just make him go to a meeting. And be like, bye. <laughs> oh, <I see> <laughs> this is why you're married, dude. <laughs> you know, just stuff a really engorged dick back in his pants and be like, I'll see you later. <laughs> That's how you get jobs. You walk in there with a big old hard dick. You know? Yeah. Well, no, because think about how motivated you are oh, to crush sure, that yeah, meeting yeah. and get home. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just the kind of shit I do. Or we'd go to a party and we'd disappear upstairs. Yeah, and I'd yeah. like fuck that's them hot. real quick for like 15 or 20 minutes. Then we'd come down and I'd be like, we yeah. got away with it. And people would be yeah, like, we're gone quick, for a really real long quick time. Real quick 20 minute sesh, guys. <laughs> yeah, so quick. Did you know? Okay, so I've learned so much about sex working at a men's magazine of all these things. Average sex time. Let's go around and guess what you I think, think it is. I think I read this somewhere. It's oh. something like four and a half minutes. Yeah, right? six like, minutes. Six minutes. I think that's very short. For wow. average? I, my uh, average would probably be 12 to 15 minutes. I mean, sure, I can sure. bang it out in six. I oh, love, I love to oh, bang no, it out But also that quick. study said uh, from insertion on. Oh, that's that's exactly. Oh well, that's that study like says as soon as he penetrates. That makes so you're sense. You're not counting foreplay at all. Yeah. I mean, how long do you yeah, want to? How, how long do you want to? I know. I am not one of those. I hate when people are like, "I want it to be two hours." It's like, no, I have things to do, and yeah, it's gonna get sore. Well, hold up, hold up. If yeah. it's like, I mean, we stay <laughs> fucking, and like I have shit to do, then yes, let's get it done. Yeah. But if we're like, hey, it's the weekend, or we can wake up late tomorrow, then I'm like, no, let's see, like. Let's sport fuck 15, a little bit. Let's get through some stuff. But I'm saying if we're talking about from penetration on, then yeah, six, seven minutes, that makes sense to me. Because sure. I'm doing a bunch of other stuff before. We're doing a bunch of other stuff right. for 10 or 12 right. minutes. Okay, sure. And before. even when we, like, so the beginning stages of, like, let's say my current boyfriend when we first started yeah, it was dating, it was, he was where you, you are, like, having sex all day, but you're also having sex a number of different times. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. you count... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Each of those right. gets its own six minutes or but whatever. But also, the longer you are with somebody, the quicker it is for That's them to make yes. come. So then it becomes a different game. Yeah, like yeah, for you're me right. now, like my husband can make me come so fucking fast. It's like, <laughs> why are we even? So like half of it is like, no, don't make me, don't let me come. You know, which is a yeah, way yeah, more yeah. fun game to play. And in fact, yeah. as a bartender, when I hear women talking about like liking to get fucked for a long time, 
Like I've heard that. I'm like, oh, you don't know how to come, do you? Like that's a real thing too. Because oh. like, if you think about it, before women were allowed to come, like 2004, <laughs> 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 the, the idea of good sex was just fucking for a long time. Right, remember? right. Just like that's so. Oh, pounded. Yeah, we went for like an that's hour college. or something that's like college. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh. we went for an hour. Oh. You know? And then you're. Yeah, it's like, oh, you mean, remember you, pretending you, that you liked that as a woman when you were younger? I don't know if I ever did. I, where I was a couple there, of times yeah, I have, like, but sometimes oh. I really have enjoyed it for that long. Well, that's fun. You know, no, like sure. UTIs. And the thing is, eventually. <laughs> that's not how you get them. It's the not peeing after. afterwards. <laughs> yes. Thong underwear. I know, guys. No, that's a yeast. Infection. And if you yeah, fucked exactly. for a long time, <laughs> the chances <laughs> that you came are greater, right? No. For no, I think if you are fucking for a long time without coming... That's what I'm saying. That's college. That's what I'm saying. People, yeah. when people, women talk about they want to get fucked for a long time. It's not they they think sure. that it's that's what sure. good sex is when you know when it's just the idea of it. But if someone's yeah. very skillful and they keep bringing you close but not letting you come and you keep going, that shit is masterful. Yeah. Yes. If they're just making your pussy sore as fuck from the friction because they are not they don't know what they're doing, then yeah, yes, that's no one a different. Well, that's what I've told Julie. You know, we've been having sex for three years, and I say one day when you come. This is going to be so amazing. <laughs> You're Come such on. an idiot. Such a dummy. Did you I, see I, us I, just like go I on. take her to the <laughs> edge and then I come and then, you know, I go to work and I told her. One day I'm going to 2019. It's really going to be a big, big payoff. <laughs> so That's hilarious. Okay, let's talk about one more thing before we wrap up. Did we kill uh, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris with our with relationship goals? Wait, what? So I was I'm supposed to be this. responsible for that now? <laughs> hey. No, she wrote an Alana. article called Relationship Goals. Which yeah. I oh, really, oh, I didn't know that's what you were... Yeah, 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 yeah. which I really, really like. Thank you. Yes. And, uh, this is one yeah, of my you talked about a, little per, a lot of personal oh, things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is... It was a beautiful article. But do you know what I mean by that? Like, did we... Well, I have, I have a lot of gut reactions to them. I'm like, okay, what is it all... What is it going to take for all of us to accept that, like, maybe the marriage thing doesn't work? Like, exactly. That's... When I read that, why are people like, I'm so heartbroken. I'm like, it's not... Look, this thing doesn't work, man. Sorry. Also, Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I, don't don't know. I don't think that's across the board. I, think I don't think you've like definitively determined. Make. It's like no. atheists being a thousand percent sure there's no God. I'm like, that's as fucking dumb no. as saying there is a God. All relationships no, are no, different. No, for you to I, say I, marriage I, is dumb, it's for me to no, say like, no, 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 no. I think it can work in very specific circumstances for some people. To but like expect these two actors who met when right. they were in their 20s and like their careers were in totally different places to weather this like decade long storm with a like they had a child prematurely and he had to you know what i mean there're just a lot of factors why that, would famous people ever get married to each other sure that are rich and famous. no i i i because hear. they are the only other people who know what it's like to be rich and famous that's why they keep doing it sure otherwise. but why get married because they know it's going to be some huge they're like they're gonna have to get this divorce and they well, have, because like, they believe in love why does anybody get married no they believe in the institution, institution of, of marriage, marriage. and yeah. they believe that love is well no that right. couple yeah. does because they're christian that's not the same for everybody yeah they're like uber christian for them this was like a covenant and all of that shit that the i can't Pratt speak ferris to. yeah we talk about it all the time I think. dude all of his shit has like proverbs quotes on it and, <laughs> like, oh my crazy god christian that's, that's but I think that you can believe in love and not want to get married and you can believe in marriage totally. and not do like I think there's tons of reasons why people get married I don't pretend to know all of them but I think 
it's not all about love and that's why it's often such a disaster. But neither are relationships. Yeah, totally. To, to assume that people get into relationships always because of love is silly. That's why relationships mostly don't work out. Right, but they, not but they don't get the into a legal reason. binding contract over it. Oh no, but dude, that's anything's a risk. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Signing a car lease is a risk. Yeah. What if you don't have the money next fucking month? You lose the car. Anything is a risk. I was never into marriage until I got married. Yeah. Like I never wanted it. I proposed to my husband because yeah, he, that's awesome. I told him it I is. would never want that. Yeah. So no, by the I way, totally am not feeling like, oh my God, you've attacked marriage. It hurts my feelings. I don't give a shit about that. Marriage yeah. mostly doesn't work. I get it. But what I'm saying is, and this is what right. Christina Walkinshaw made me think of this. Uh, she and her like, uh, this girl is trying a polyamorous relationship. Oh yeah. And she wrote in her blog that the thing about it is, is uh, the guy she's dating was polyamorous with his ex-wife now ex-wife right and the marriage broke up because the person she was fucking outside their marriage they ended up oh, together of course. that's all that's always that's, how it ends and yeah. that's christina was like oh well that seems so stupid most polyamory ends like this yeah. this is so dumb and then he said christina most relationships, relationships fail that way. and yeah, that yeah, to yeah. me is exactly the marriage point totally, it's like totally. oh god yes obviously they fail right but most relationships fail so to be like to me, like polyamory, marriage, all of them are like 10 different ways you can go sure. with it's, the thing. It's, it's a choose and your own adventure. Them, yeah, and any of them have a chance of working out depending on who you sure. are, who you've partnered with, what you've built with them. You know what I mean? It's so all specific. Timing, all right. Stuff, yeah. 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 So you are looking for a partner, but not a married partner? Yeah. I think my theory, just from having tried all of these different types, except for not marriage yet, I'm sure that once I, I'm sure I'm like, saying that I'm not into marriage and then that's going to easily change once I meet the person I actually want to marry. Sure. I think it could um, or it could not, you know? Yeah. Things I think, don't always do that. And having like been on the other side of dating people who are poly or people who are like in open relationships, I think people should just have a series of monogamous relationships that they accept are over when they're over and then maybe they date around and then they meet another one person and then they date them for 10 <laughs> years. I don't know. That seems like the most but I, I think the, doable thing to me. Yes. For you. For me. And I think that's like kind of where we're coming to societally too, is just like that it's not one size fits all. It's right. like could be any of, you know, I don't even know how many different options. And I think the reason there's such a huge response when people break up is that anytime any of us see proof that love is real, we want to believe it. Whatever it yeah. is, whether it's a dumbass celebrity couple or whether you see two little old people holding hands in a park, whatever you see yeah. somebody do something that shows an immense amount of love, like those, you don't every want to tell someone dies from cancer and you read their partner's thing about it, it breaks your heart because you're like, oh my God, someone can love somebody that deeply. So anytime you see that, it just reaffirms yeah. that dark voice inside us. Like it doesn't reaffirm, it interrupts and shuts up the dark voice inside us that says, you know, we'll all die alone no matter what. Love is fleeting. We're not, we're not ever going to feel complete. There's no such thing as feeling comfort and love forever. Yeah, but and I, so I whenever anything good happens, you're like, oh my God, let me cling to that. That disproves it. But you people know? do have to let go of the idea that love, love isn't real unless it lasts a lifetime. Yeah, that's, that's what, yes. I, that's what I'm saying. 100%. Go on. Yeah, that's what I meant by saying like marriage doesn't work. I was like, I meant more just that, yeah, the, the, this idea that if it doesn't last forever, then it's inherently less valuable. Yeah, it's sort of crazy. Some of the most valuable relationships I'm sure right. we've all or had like are casual. like a couple months. Yeah, exactly. And were so intense and meant everything. And change you as who you are as a person, make you better. Yes. 
You know, I you do have a marriage that changes you less than that. Exactly. That lasts longer. I don't regret having been with any of my former partners, regardless of whatever terms we're on now. Because, like, I, I can look back and, like, it is weird how people come into your life and, like, they serve a specific purpose in your growth. At least when I look back, I'm like, ah, I figured that out in this. And I, you know. I mean, we're all a composite of our ex-partners, like, who we are in a relationship. Ooh. Right? So yeah. if we didn't have any of those exes, we wouldn't be who we are now. So Well, that, that's also why I'm not afraid to post as much as I do on social media. Yeah. Like, you know, right now I'm very in love with Julia. And in the past I've been very in love with Julia. But I am aware, like, you know, some people might think I'm all look stupid when we break up. Like, but I know what's going on. Like, yeah. I'm posting this because right now like, I'm so very happy and I want to remember this time. And I use my Instagram. Like, my ex-wife... She took down every picture of me. Oh, she did? Yeah, on Instagram. Right when I we love your it. ex-wife. Yeah, she's great. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> we ran, me and Julia ran into her with her new boyfriend. Oh my God. How is she? She's great. She's great. She's the same. She's doing great. Hey, give her my number. Follow, <laughs> no, just kidding. We follow each other yeah, on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter. We're good. <laughs> but she erased all the pictures of me on her Instagram mm-hmm. when we split up. And uh, But to me, I'm like, ah, just leave it there. I want people to... I, I use Instagram... For me, I, I, you know, it's, it's also promotional yeah. too. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm selling too. But it's also like, oh, I don't mind. I, I love this woman right now. And I want to be able to look back if we break up in a year or in two years. I want to be able to say, yeah, that was my life right then. I'm opposite. I feel like every time I post something about Max or that has him in it, that I'm like, Tempting gods or something, <laughs> and I'm not. So I don't Russian even believe it. I just Russian don't even so Russian, it, but I'm just like I don't want to fucking ruin it. Also, he's super private. Yeah, and the things that I think are funny and public, like I've one yeah. time posted a picture of us because he was out of town shooting a show that he was show running. I posted a picture of us like literally FaceTiming, and Aww. it's just him in bed, and it's his face yeah. and a sheet. Like, there's not even a nipple. Not that he would... He's a man. Yeah. There's no body or anything. It's just a head of him being sleepy in bed. And I posted it. And he was like, oh, my God, you posted that? That's so private. And I was like, I just thought it was fine. It's both of our faces on a FaceTime. And yeah. he was like, no, I don't like that. So I was like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah, totally. So, like, like I'm it. already paranoid because I'm like, I don't want to ruin this. Yeah. But then, also, I don't want to make him feel weird that I'm drawing him into my life of, like... I'm a comedian. Everything's, you know, totally, public. Totally, totally. So I, I feel like know. we came full circle. Did we, yeah, not, we did. Did we start talking yeah. about this? Yes. We did. Yeah. Oh, my God, you guys. This Perfect. is the most planned podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, serendipitous. Thank you so much for Thank coming on. Thank you for on. having me. Um, check out all of Alana's writing on the website that you're going to update. Or no? Yeah, alanalevinson.com. <laughs> and my And my Twitter handle is at alanalevinson. Do you need me to spell that? I yes. don't know. Is it? No, they'll look it. It'll be don't the show. Alana with one N or two? They care. One N. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.